This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Welcome to the Rainbow Report. News, opinion, current affairs for the Rainbow community from Joy 94.9, Australia's only full-time gay and lesbian radio station. And now, your host, Doug Pollard. Well, thanks, Chris and Cam, for your drive factory, and good evening and welcome to the special Radiothon edition of the Rainbow Report, bringing joy to the world on air via the World Wide Web and podcasts. A bullfrog. Sorry, James, didn't catch that. Why are we playing a song about a bullfrog? Uh, well, I'll have to explain it later. There isn't time now. But anyway, please but welcome. Doug, it doesn't make sense. Don't worry about that. It will. It will. And... Uh, Good evening, James. James Newbery, my most excellent producer. Good evening, Doug. But this, I am the exactly. I'm the producer of the show. I want to know. All right, it. all right, all right. You know, just, 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 just can it for the moment. Patience. It's Radiothon Country here. It's joy to the world. Blah blah blah. The song is to remind you to whip out your credit card, call one three hundred Joy nine four nine, and take out a membership or renew the one you already have, and hopefully give us a donation as well, because we rely on memberships and donations to bring joy to the world. Can't. Do without money, you know. Plus, you go into the draw for a brand new Suzuki Swift. How great is that? And if you need any more incentive for every donation you make during this show, up to a total value of $500, I will match you dollar for dollar. So if you're hesitating between giving 5 and $10 a donation, give 10 I'll give another 10 and then Joy gets 20 Okay? Right. I'm reaching for my credit card. <laughs> Fine. Lovely. Okay, on with the show. Tonight we'll be looking at uh, the last-minute rush the government has got on for getting legislation through the Parliament, including aged care for GLBTI and sex discrimination. We talk to the Minister for Ageing, Mark Butler, his Green opposite number, Senator Rachel Stewart, and joining us in the studio, freelance TV producer Sian Gard. Hello, Sian. Hello, Mark and James. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> Welcome. Sorry. Yes, Doug, what am I saying, Mark and Who's James? Mark? I'll it's the end of the day. I'll, 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 it's the end of the day. It's Bad day, it's a bad day. Um, never mind. Anyway, we'll find out why uh, Sian is here in due course. Is it to explain the bullfrog? <laughs> That'll be one of the things she'll be called upon to do. Anyway, okay. what do you think? Do you care what happens to old buggers like me? It's basically the theme of the program tonight. Let us know. Here's how you do it. Joy 94.9, The Rainbow Report. News, opinion and current affairs for the rainbow community. And this is your host, Doug Pollard. Now, uh, yes, there's that frog again, folks, bouncing away there in the background, reminding you this is Radiothon, and we need you to call 1-300-569-949 and take out a Joy membership. It's your passport to a world of news, views, and interviews like these, as well as lots of other things. 
Anyway, call one three hundred five six nine nine four nine with your credit card handy now and join or renew your membership. You're in line for some great prizes, including a Suzuki Swift. So get calling. Oh, and as I said, if you make a donation when you pay your membership, I'll match it dollar for dollar up for up to a total of five hundred dollars throughout the program. So come on, give, give, give. Right. Okay. The uh, Sex Discrimination Act, extending protections to LGBTI for the first time, got through the lower house. And Attorney General Mark Dreyfus has promised he'll remove the religious exemptions relating to aged care in the Senate. But also coming through in these last days are a raft of changes to aged care legislation, steered by my first guest this evening, Mark Butler, the Minister for Ageing. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. How are you? I'm really good. Now, how are these things coming along? Because you, you must have an awful lot on your plate this late in the Parliament. That's right. But we, well, we got the, um, the major aged care reforms through the House of Representatives last week. Uh, and uh, uh, over the last few days, a Senate committee into the aged care legislation has provided a report as well. Um, so in the next couple of weeks of sitting, which uh, the last two weeks of June, the Senate will debate the general question of aged care reform. And the Senate will also debate the amendments that the Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus has foreshadowed <coughs> that we'll also be making to the Sex Discrimination Act Amendment Act, which is to uh, remove the exemption from religious providers around aged care services. So there's quite a bit to do in the last couple of weeks, but we're very confident that um, we're going to be able to get all of these reforms through by the time the Parliament rises at the end of June. Well, fingers crossed on that, Mark. Can you just briefly go over how this will change, the aged care stuff will change things for GLBTI seniors? Well, the aged care reforms generally speaking, are a very thorough overhaul of the system. The system we currently work with was largely built in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the last really quite a while, 18 months or so now, I've been talking with uh, aged care stakeholders, including particularly the LGBTI Health Alliance, which has been Indeed. incredibly active in this area, uh, but a range of others as well about what people do want for from an aged care system over the next 20 years rather than just working with the system we've worked with over the last 30. There are a number of major themes that come through really across the community. The first being that what people want is really more support in their own home. Uh, People recognise that they may get to a point where they need residential care in a nursing home or a hostel, but they want that to be really the last resort uh, and they want as much support as they can get living independently in their own home. I'll agree with that, yes. But but a range of, of things came through in the dozens of forums I did around Australia, in the capital cities, obviously, but also in regional uh, countries, uh, country areas, um, around the degree to which our aged care system deals with diversity, uh, sexual diversity, cultural and linguistic diversity, gender identity issues were raised really across the country, not just in the capital cities, but mm-hmm. in a range of significant regional forums I did as well. So I came back from those convinced that we needed to, uh, we needed really to lift the capacity of the aged care sector to deal with diversity because I think there is a sense that some people sort of instinctively have, that older Australia is somehow more homogenous than, than <laughs> the rest of Australia. And actually, when you get out and talk to older Australians, they're just as diverse. They're just as sexually diverse, as culturally diverse, as linguistically diverse as the rest of the country is. And we've got to make sure our aged care and aged support systems uh, respond to that as well. I think there's a general sense that uh, most people don't think of older people as being sexual at all, which makes uh, providing for people uh, of sexually diverse communities doubly difficult because... I'm sure there's a lot of people who work in aged care who don't think old people are sexual in in the least. Well, that's right. There is this endless list of sort of myths and shibboleths around ageing that we still do have in our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're right, that whole sort of can of worms that people don't want to talk about in terms of people still being... 
sexually active and sexual in their old age is something that older Australians talk to me a lot about, these, um, these sort of very preset ideas the rest of the community have about our elders. How are you going to really sort of get this going then? Is it going to be a question of putting in training for aged care providers and some kind of monitoring system to make sure that they're getting it? Well, what we decided in this area is that we really needed quite a sophisticated overarching strategy for the sector. Uh, And so we commissioned the LGBTI Health Alliance to develop uh, an LGBTI ageing and aged care strategy, which they did uh, last year, which was launched just before uh, Christmas. Yeah. A very good document. Um, they obviously consulted broadly about it. We had a couple of round tables, which I was able to attend with a number, number of organisations in the community uh, to uh, to help develop that. Uh, the, the immediate piece of work that we're doing, other than changing the law, which we can do from Canberra, but the immediate thing we're doing on the ground is to roll out uh, what we've described as sensitivity training, yeah. particularly targeted aged care staff and aged care providers. This was something that ACON in New South Wales uh, did as a pilot a couple of years ago, funded by our government. Uh, and after the pilot, there was a, an independent evaluation that was very, very positive. And so in last year's budget, we came up with some money to uh, to deliver that training, not just in New South Wales, but across the country. Uh, so again, um, the LGBTI Health Alliance is steering that, is coordinating that with the agreement of ACON, the very strong agreement of ACON. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really that's sort of rolling out now. Uh, because of the development of the strategy and the great work that the Alliance did, There's a whole lot of other project ideas now that are being put in by organisations from the LGBTI community, but also more mainstream aged care organisations, consumer organisations and providers who have some great ideas about how to just increase the sensitivity of the aged care sector to sexual diversity and gender identity issues. Given that the religious exemptions business for the Sex Discrimination Act was possibly a little bit contentious, will it really make a lot of difference if the religious exemptions don't go through? I think there are two levels to that question. Um, one, one is the actual substance of, uh, of, of discrimination, the actual experience of discrimination in the sector. And we have heard of instances where, uh, where LGBTI elders uh, feel that they've been discriminated against in the delivery of aged care service because of their sexuality or because of their gender identity. Mm-hmm. And remembering that these are essentially largely taxpayer-funded services, we thought that that was something we had a, an obligation to act on. Yep. But beyond the substance, there is also a perception out there, particularly from a generation of, of um, LGBTI Australians who who have been traditionally uh, more open about their sexuality, and I may be overgeneralising here, but more open about their sexuality than perhaps their parents' generation yeah, um, you're, you're basically talking about people like baby, me. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm in my 60s now. Yeah. I'm 63 yeah. now. I came out about 40 years ago, um, and I've no inclination to go back in again um, when I need age care. That's right. So, so there's not just a question of substance in the discrimination. There's a question of perception, and it's a question of community confidence hmm. that the LGBTI community, as they age, as we're all ageing, as they age, will have a confidence that there is an aged care sector there that is going to welcome them. Uh, and I think that even if it was for that reason alone, leaving aside the question of substantive discrimination, just for that reason alone, this was an important change to make. Now, changing the law goes goes a certain distance, but ultimately what we need is broad cultural change in the yep. sector. And that's why the strategy that the Alliance helped us develop is important. That's why the programs that we're funding 
to train aged care staff and to train aged care providers about this is important. So the law won't really matter. Uh, there'll be such a culture of diversity in the sector that people do feel welcome. You're confident of getting everything through in time then? I am confident that we can get these things through. There are five aged care bills and there's the Sex Discrimination Act amendments which um, the Attorney-General is driving right. uh, and I'm very confident that we have a very strong commitment to get this legislation through. There's obviously a lot of bills uh, that we need to get through the Senate before the 1st of July because a number of the aged care reforms kick in on the 1st of July. So yep. We do need legislative support for that but we're, we're very committed to driving this stuff through. And you think you've got the numbers there? I mean you've got the Greens on side and, and, and everyone else you need. There's a Senate committee report into the broader aged care legislation and we're still talking to the Greens about that. Uh, the Greens are supportive of the changes to the Sex Discrimination Act around yep. the aged care exemption. I'm not quite sure what the opposition's attitude to that um, is yet, uh, but uh, we're confident we can get this stuff through. So when will, can we expect to hear some, some news about these things passing through? It's got to go through before the 1st of July. The Parliament is due to rise on, I think, about the 28th of June. So we're right. cutting things fine, uh, but in the nature of these things, I, I suspect we're in for a fortnight of very late nights <laughs> uh, and extended sittings because we have a lot of legislation to consider. One last question. Isn't this all going to be terribly expensive? The population uh, is ageing, which is a wonderful thing. It reflects the fact that we're living a lot longer than we used to. So I, I, I don't see this as a problem or a burden. I see this as something we should celebrate. But it is going to uh, require us to keep an eye on our ability to support a much larger population aged over 65 or aged over 70, if you want to use that age cutoff. Mm. Uh, we've designed these aged care reforms so that they are sustainable in a financial sense for, for the long term. Uh, but, you know, being able to deal with a much larger population of retirees, I think, is something that will focus a lot of attention of federal governments, not just in Australia, but in many, many countries now for the next several decades. All right. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, Minister. Great to be with you. And uh, enjoy a comfortable flight and a bit of a relax while you're up in the air. Thanks very much. <laughs> Good night and thanks night. very much. That was Mark Butler there, the Minister for Ageing and uh, Mental Health and uh, Social Inclusion and Special Minister to the Prime Minister for Mental Health and about 10 other things. He's a busy boy. Um, he will be uh, actually on the 12th of June and Wednesday. He'll be at the National Press Club in Canberra addressing mm. the uh, Australian Council on a on, uh, for the Aged. So uh, if you want to pop along there, get on, get on the Kota website and see if you can get yourself a ticket. Do you think they have a nice recipe for lame duck dog? <laughs> Fingers crossed they do get this lot through. It's kind of important. Coming up next, freelance TV producer and researcher Sian Gard is looking for LGBTI seniors for a primetime TV news, current affairs and entertainment show. Have you had problems with your carers in your own home or in a care facility because of your sexuality or have you delayed going in? Anything at all. Uh, if you're prepared to come and talk about it, let us know. And this is your host, Doug Pollard, on the Rainbow Report with co-host James Newbury, bringing you, as you can hear, joy to the world on this fabulous Radiothon thingy we're doing tonight, where we ask you, please, 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 we need your money to stay on air. Doug, 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 the frog. You said you would explain the frog. I'm waiting patiently. Well, you're going to have to wait a bit longer. There really isn't This time. is getting annoying. I want to know about the frog. We will tell you about the frog in due course. In the meantime, well, it is a good song, and the reason we play Playing it is because it says joy to the world, and that's to remind you to call one three hundred joy nine four nine and take out membership. Give us a donation, well, which I will match. Should... Do you mind, James? Can I finish? Uh, keep the Rainbow Report on air, and maybe win a brand new car. 
Well, of course people should call 1-300-569-949 and keep this fabulous show on the air, dog. Of course they should do that, but I still think that it's a stupid song. What the hell does it mean, and all who right, the hell right, is right, Jeremiah? Right. With us in the studio is Sian Gard, a freelance TV producer and researcher for a very famous news, current affairs and entertainment program we can't mention. She wants to help get the story <laughs> of LGBTI seniors out there on primetime telly. But aside from loudmouths like me, apparently we're a shy lot. Welcome to the show, Sian. Oh, I just managed to get my tongue around that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Doug, for um, So what are you looking for? What are you hunting? Well, look, this is a story uh, that I've been chasing for, let's just say, almost three months now. So this is this is quite a long time in terms of research and talking to people. Um, and the reason why I want to do this story, Doug, is because what, what we're looking for is... Uh, an elderly couple who are maybe thinking about the process of going into aged care because it is actually a very important issue for the LGBTI community. Mm, now, I've got fr- I looked after my grandmother when I was 20 years of age and I saw how frail she was and she would have been about 87 years of age at the time. So, from going from that one-on-one care and going into an aged care home was quite a traumatic experience when I was a young person and I believe personally, this is my personal opinion, Um, that everyone has the right to have good care as they get older. And the problem is, is that not a lot of Australians know that people in the LGBTI community, in some instances, can't get the care that they require or they have to go back in the closet, so to speak. Yeah, well, we've got a a listener messaging in about that. Hi, Doug and James and Sian. I'm very concerned that aged care homes can discriminate against members of the LGBTI community. These poor people who've fought for the rights and freedoms I'm so lucky to enjoy today, particularly as a young person, shouldn't have to put up with this crap anymore. when someone is ready to move into an aged care home, the last thing they should have to worry about is discrimination. Thank you, Doug and James, for a very informative program. That's Someone, ex- someone's aware of the issues. Yay! I feel <laughs> Validation. I'm doing a celebration here because yes. um, I think it's, you know, as someone who's been working in um, media as a full-time profession f- since 2000, you know, the media is a very powerful voice in Australia. It's a mm. good opportunity to get the message out to a national audience. Yep. So do you need them to be in Melbourne, Sian? No, they can be anywhere in Australia. And... Are they or they have to be already in aged care or just simply thinking about going in aged care? Well, look, you know, when we look for people that appear on television, we want people that feel comfortable in being themselves. So, and also comfortable in showing their faces on television. So, if you have a partner that is in aged care and you're not, that would be a perfect example of what we're looking for. Or if you're considering going into aged care, or even if you've experienced some of the discrimination we've been talking about in regards to aged care, then I would actually really love to talk to you because there is a problem with trying to get a story out there in the public Doug <laughs> well it, uh, you know we, we, we've both worked in media and mm. we know that you can get any as many talking heads up there as you like you know experts yep. on the subject and, and so on and so forth um, but what you really really need is uh, the personal story of someone to whom this kind of thing is happening now uh, James it looks like we're getting a lot of memberships in we are so far we've had Mark from South Bank renew his membership we've had Kathy from Turak renew her membership and we've also had Adam from Richmond 
who renewed his membership online. Well, thanks very much to you three. Keep it coming. Don't forget, if you want to renew your membership, one three hundred joy 949 And if you'd like to make a donation as well, I'll match it dollar for dollar. Well, Doug, we've also got a message about that. Wonderful wit and wisdom with Doug on your weekly shows. You are an institution, Doug, and you should be taken care of accordingly. <laughs> Bless you and your gorgeous gay hearts from South Yarra. Oh, dear. Now I feel <laughs> yes, like the I'd Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> if I could heritage list you, and I would. I really would. Just, just don't keep me out in the rain and sandblast me. <laughs> no, definitely hmm. not. But, uh, anyway, getting back to what we yeah. were talking about, you're, you're, you're hunting seniors, and they don't have to live in Melbourne. No, and look, um, as you say, it's the personal story, because, look, I can scream till I'm blue in the face as a researcher trying to push to get this story through in, onto a national program. Yeah. Um, and I can beg as much as possible, but it's, it's like all the people that have come before us. It takes one brave person to have that voice. And I know it's exceptionally hard for people who have gone through so much to be recognised as um, men and women who are accepting of their own sexuality in a society that necessarily didn't accept them for so many years. But it just takes one voice to be be the person who can talk about this issue. And then the broader audience of Australia gets to understand that this is a problem yeah, because I yeah, don't think yeah. many s- straight people well, understand. The, the, it's the same story we've had with dealing with politicians. It's the same story we had here where we were trying to get uh, the assisted reproduction mm. uh, legislation through. It's the same story with marriage. Gradually, MPs are coming around. The reason it's happening is because they are meeting and getting to know individual gay people who tell them about what's happening in their lives and why they need these changes. Yep. So if we're going to make changes for aged care, we're going to make a compelling story. You've got to gather up your courage. You've got to say, yes, I will face up to the TV cameras and tell the story because as Sian says, it only takes one person to do that. Sian, before we go, I, I have a question. Go for it. Do you ever have problems getting answers on your own show? I mean, I just want to know about this frog, and no one, no one seems willing to give me the answer. Well, which 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 frog was that? Would that be uh, would that be this one? Is this the one you're talking oh about? God help me! I mean, seriously, do you ever have recalcitrant talent like this? Uh... No, because usually I'm 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 in Doug's spot, so I I rule the roost. <laughs> <laughs> well, J- James is bidding fair to try and take over from me. You see, so this is this is a, a bit of a power trip here. He's he's having. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, one day, James. One but day. we're doing our best anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole point about Jeremiah the Bullfrog is the song is actually called Joy to the World. That's the theme of the Joy Radiothon, which is currently running right this minute. Now, if you renew your membership or take out a new membership, you go into the draw to win a Suzuki Swift lovely, lovely car, a manual in boost blue, including all the on-road costs. It's valued at $21,465. That's a nice, big, fat prize. And membership's really cheap, Doug. Um, For a family, it's $96. For an individual, it's only $72. Concessions, $36. And under 18, $22. And you can sign up your business for $165. Yes, you can. So, I mean, you know, it's pretty good value. I mean, I don't know how much that works out to per, per DM, but it's certainly 
certainly cheaper than the age. About a dollar fifty a day for an individual membership. I, I love numbers, men. You know, mm. I just love numbers, men. Not uh, enough to tell them about the bullfrog. No, I'll tell you about that later. Um, now, I've also said if you want to make a donation as well, because we need all the pennies we can get to keep ourselves alive here. If you would like to make a donation as well, if you make a donation during the show, I will match it dollar for dollar up for a, up to a total through the program of five hundred dollars. So have your credit card handy and give us a little bit extra. Okay, right. (sighs) Now, if you're already in aged care, if you're thinking about it, whatever, come along and let us know. Now, um, the next guest we've got coming up will be Rachel Stewart from The Greens. She's their aged care spokesperson. If you want to join in the conversation with her, here's how you do it. Joy 94.9, The Rainbow Report. News, opinion and current affairs for the Rainbow community. Here he comes. Here comes that bullfrog again that James is so fond of. Doug. Shut it a minute. Okay, I've waited. I have waited this long. I can wait a little longer. Fine. Thank you very much. This is your host, Doug Pollard. You're listening to The Rainbow Report. The man making all the complaints over there is James Newbery. And also sitting in with us is Sian Gard, freelance TV producer, who's going to help us out here, I think, a little bit, because we're going to talk now to Senator Rachel Stewart, the Greens spokesperson on ageing. Good evening, Senator. Good evening. Well... We talked to Mark Butler earlier on today, and he seemed very confident that all the reforms to aged care that the government wants in their five bills are going to go through. Um, are, are you backing what they're doing? Certainly, if they make the recommend, if they adopt the recommendations of both the majority report and the Greens report, we're uh, supportive. We are supportive in principle of the uh, legislation, the package of the le- legislation. But there were some key things that were raised during the inquiry that we think need addressing. Um, One of those being issues around um, access for LGBTI uh, people and issues around the uh, anti-discrimination clauses, uh, training, um, access to uh, residential care and also particularly delivery of services into um, people's homes, home care and community care. Okay, so what's the problem uh, around LGBTI issues then with all this? Well, as was raised by um, Gray in WA, but also the LGBTI Health Alliance and a number of others, the issues around faith-based, in particular faith-based uh, residential care, being able to... Oh, dear, um, we always keep people. coming up against them, don't we? Yes. And, and, what, and of course, the government's now announced that they are going to be introducing a, a bill, or they're introduced a bill that deals specifically with that um, issue and changing the uh, Sex Discrimination Act. Mm. And um, that be, because what people were asking us to do is amend the uh, Living Longer, Living Better package. Now, we couldn't do that because of the way that the bills work. So the government has now as was recommended um, Mm. by both us and the majority report, um, they have introduced that. So that will address that issue. Right. Now, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about that because it's one of those things that seems to have been in and then it was out when the broad package of anti-discrimination measures was dropped and we got the Sex Discrimination Act and the religious exemptions regarding aged care had disappeared. Now it's back in again and according to Mark Butler, the government is very, very committed to getting that through. Um, How committed do you think they are? 
Um, well, I, 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 this, I don't always believe uh, <laughs> either the government or the coalition, um, but on this one, I, they know how passionately this is. People n- need yep. this, and I, we will, we are certainly supportive of it, um, and we will certainly support it. And I think they are um, committed to getting it through, and they know how. Imp- they actually know how important it is for the delivery of. Uh, services to the LGBTI community, and so that they really did listen to the to the evidence that was given, and so on this instance, I I, I think they are genuine. Okay, so, can, Sian, I, Sian Sian can I just throw in a question to you? The I know that the government is currently committed, and they've done a bit of a backflip on this. Now, call me cynical, but this is an election year, which means that essentially the current polls, which show that the current the current government are not doing well in the polls, they're not going to go through to the election, can, uh, call me cynical, but maybe after the election, what guarantees will be in place that the government won't backflip on their promise yet again after they've gotten into government again? Well, if you... I mean, it depends who gets into government. This, we've got two more weeks. The Parliament... The House of Reps just rose um, tonight. They've got two more weeks of Parliament. The bill's there. It, it will go through the House of Reps. If the government's prioritising it, next session it will go through. It'll come to the Senate. We will certainly do our best to see it go through the Senate. It will then become law. So then a new government, if there was a new government, they would have to bring in a piece of legislation that reverses that. There are eight sitting days left, Senator. Yeah. That's, that's going to be an awful lot of late yes. nights. That's an awful lot of late nights. Uh, yes. You should see the list of legislation that, that, well, the House of Reps is expected to deal with, but even more for the, for the Senate. Um, but it is something that all the, certainly all the Green Senators, and I'm sure many of the, I'm not sure um, about the Coalition, but I'm, I'm sure the government um, knows how important this particular issue is. Mm. And, but people need to be reminding the government that this is very important to them. Yeah, there's there's one other issue that um, I haven't heard anything much about, but there's been a lot of discussion uh, about covering intersex people uh, in this legislation, in particular in the Sex Discrimination Act. There's been a lot of talk about exactly how they should be defined. Mm. Um, And uh, there's been some worry expressed that the changes to cover them might be something that would be traded away in order to get something else through. Do you think that's likely? Um, I must admit no one's raised that with me yet. They may have with some of my um, colleagues. They haven't raised it with me yet in the context of the discussion of these bills. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something that I will now keep a very close eye on and talk to my colleagues about um, because that uh, it, I, I agree that would be a, a serious issue. But as I said, I haven't. it hasn't been raised with me in the context of people wanting to trade that off or asking to trade that off. Well, that's good. That's good to know because, um, you know, we've often tended to leave behind the trans <laughs> members of our community in the past and we've le- left the intersex members of our community even further behind. Yeah. And the straight yeah. allies and the gay bees. And, oh. <laughs> well, we can't, yeah, well, we do try and cover everybody. We do try and be as diverse as possible, a bit like the Greens Party, really. Yeah. <laughs> in that respect. So um, you're kind of confident that this thing will go through. Are you, are you talking about the, the package or the... the well, the, both, the really, the package um, and the sex discrimination. Let's, let's, let's put it this way. We are, we are looking at this... 
package and talking to the government in good faith around where we think improvements need to be made um, because there's, there's other things that you, you may or may not be aware of that we um, recommended both in the majority report and our report around mm-hmm. um, training, education um, and issues around provision of services into home care because people also expressed a strong concern about being discriminated against in their own home. Yeah, yeah. And that requires uh, educate that requires working with service providers around training, education, and support. And and that's been committed to as well. And we want to make sure that's embedded. Um, and also issues around complaints. Um, to the commissioner, to the aged care commissioner, and making sure that there's a priority made on those sorts of complaints, so that if discrimination is occurring, um, the commissioner can prioritise dealing with those with those issues and those complaints. So we want to we want to see that um, those issues dealt with. But there's also broader issues in the package that we are trying to make sure get improved. Um, and the and but we are as aware as as and probably more aware. Than, than others of mm. the need to get aged care reform in place. Yeah, now you mentioned the coalition and not quite knowing where they are on, on, on any of this. James, you've been trying to get uh, a spokesman for the coalition to come on the show, haven't you? Well, yes, I spoke to Peter Dutton of Queensland and Senator Ferraventi Wells and invited them both on the show. I spoke to their staff and, and some friends of mine in the Liberal Party, and they don't want to have anything to do with it. They just totally ran out the clock and then at the last minute sent a no thanks email. I'm really worried that, that the coalition has given up on, on libertarianism. Well, that's not very, that's not very that's good not news. not very encouraging. But, but at least they're not... I mean, they haven't made any public, public, public statements against any of this, have they? Well, they, they don't dare. Not, not with the <laughs> current polling, with um, gay rights polling in about 78%. It's very sad, though, that they don't want to come and talk to us. I mean, what have mm. they got to lose? Um, well, I, I, pre- I presume they're talking votes. to you, Rachel. Um, in terms of, as far at this stage, what I've seen is is what's in their um, minority report or dissenting report uh-huh. um, to the aged care um, legislation. Um, I think if they were listening to the community, they would hear that the high level of support for the bill for the. For so the bill in particular, the, the uh, discrimination, dealing with the issues around discrimination, um, the high level of support for the, that bill, um, but also there is a level of, broad level of support for aged care reform because you only need to start talking to um, anybody in the community around aged care and you'll hear a terrible story about access to aged care, being able to access uh, aged care. And of course, for the LGBTI, LB, LGBTI community, it's even hard and you hear even more horror stories around people's treatment um, in in trying to access aged care and, and once they have accessed aged care. So the, if they were listening to the community, they, they would know the level of support there, there is for reform. Senator, just very quickly, uh, when you're talking about that the community does know that there's issues in the aged care community and we know this as a broad general fact, but I tend to find that personally there's not enough focus on the LGBTI community. Oh, you're absolutely right. I, I, I would not, I do not um, disagree with you at all. Um, that is clear from the surveys that have, and the work that's been undertaken by the community. Um, there isn't that awareness. I was, I was talking about the, the broader community in terms of the broader reform, but there is a need for more education and there has been some, in fact, there has been um, issues have been raised in the in the media lately that I think is starting to um, 
open people's eyes a little bit, but it is something that has, has been um, not discussed. I entirely agree with you. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time tonight, Senator Seward, and uh, best of luck with it all. I hope you don't get too tired over the next few weeks. <laughs> thank you. I suspect, as you said, there's going to be a lot of late nights. Okay. Make sure you take a nice sleeping bag with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's uh, Senator Rachel Seward there, the Greens spokesperson on ageing. James, we've had some more membership renewals. We have indeed. We've had um, we've had Corey from Seddon renew his membership. We've had Stevie from Frankston South. Thank you, Stevie. Oh, from Frankston. Frankston. Oh, that's a long way away. Oh, well. Uh, Kerry from Beniel. Beniel? Beniel. Beniel has not only renewed her membership, but she's also donated an additional $178. Oh, thank you very, very much. Most importantly, Doug, Brian from Surrey Hills has donated $300. So in total, by my running total... You owe Joy 500 bucks. Okay. Well, that's as much as I can afford to put up. But if you want to go on giving, we can sure use the money. Call us on 1300-JOY-949. Going to the draw to win the Suzuki Swift. We'll be back in just a moment. If you want to continue joining this conversation, this is how you do it. The Rainbow Report. News, opinion and current affairs for the Rainbow community. Joy. Join. Doug, stop evading the question. <laughs> what about the effing bullfrog? Jeremiah, the Bible bloke, because a lot of Christians aren't very nice to us, Doug. You know, like we just heard from the senator, they don't like us. They're mean to us. So why? Why, for the love of God, are we playing their music? Well, it's not for the love of God, that's for sure. Um, Three Dog Nights are a Californian band. They're not Australian. Australian. No, they're Californian. And it's got nothing to do with Christians. What? It's got nothing to do with Christians. Well, then, what's it about? I read it on the net, Doug. It must be true. And by the way, talking of the net, did you know that you can renew or take out a new membership on the Joy website this year? <laughs> Though we'd rather you call on one three hundred five six nine nine four nine to join re- to join and renew and give us every donation you can, and you could win a car. Oh my we, God! You need an Oscar. Um, <laughs> we need to work on your segues, James. Uh, yes, one three hundred Joy nine four nine, James, for a whole year's worth of great stories, great music, great prizes every day, and you go in the draw for a nice blue Suzuki Swift. And you don't even have to be in Melbourne to be a member. You can hear us all day, every day, over the net. And speaking to the net, of the net, what does the net say about the lyrics of our Radiothon theme tune? Joy to the world. Oh, good God. Doug, we need to work on your segues too. The bullfrog is the prophet Jeremiah. The song represents God's desire to unite all people in happiness, and the bullfrog is obviously God's voice. <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> I don't know how you said that with a straight face uh, Very respectful, yes uh, mm-hmm. But complete BS Here's the real story I'll put you all out of your misery Hoyt Axton uh, Whose mother incidentally wrote Heartbreak Hotel for Elvis Wrote Joy to the World for a TV cartoon that was never made mm-hmm. Three Dog Night was short of a track to finish their current album So they asked Hoyt if they'd if got anything they could use for a filler now, he had the chorus and the melody, but no verse. So he just scribbled the first thing that came into his head that fitted the, t- the tune, promising to get round to writing proper lyrics later. But the band forgot about that and just cut the track. So it's not Christian, then? No, it's not anything. It's just nonsense. In fact, the band thought it was complete rubbish. Um, shows how wrong it can be, because it ended up topping the US charts for six weeks. Doug, we're not going to be topping anything unless we get a wriggle on and call 1300-JOY-949 with credit card in hand and take out some memberships or give us some donations because we need to do some more Rainbow Reports. 
That was a better segue, James. Thank you. You're welcome. By the way, do you know what a three-dog night is? Knowing you, it's over 60s night at a sex-on-premises venue. <laughs> ah, James, shame on you. No, it's a night like tonight when, according to Aboriginal law, you need to sleep with at least three dogs in order to keep warm. So anyway, this rubbish accidental song became a massive hit right off the bat. Yay, fantastic. Well, not quite. Uh, a DJ at a US radio station was making a tape of odd cuts from albums by popular artists and needed to find one more song to fill it up. Does this sound kind of familiar? It's like this show. Serendipity. And uh, Joy to the World happened to fit. He played it on air, the listeners went nuts, and then it became a hit. Well, all right. I suppose they should thank some new members. We okay. have had um, Mark from Melton West renew his membership. We've had a oh, we've had a message about aged care and age discrimination. Oh, this is from Corey Earlham. Hi, Corey. Hi, Corey. We love Corey's work. There is absolutely no suggestion from any MP or senator or community leader of trading off intersex out of this bill. A huge concerted effort to lobby to have intersex put in this bill has occurred over the last nine months. The government, opposition, and Greens have all committed to this definition and remaining okay so we have to ask George Brandis Tony Abbott and everyone else to come on the show after 18 June <laughs> and then we go into a party political ad okay yeah okay well thanks for that Corey yes um, that's good to know it's good to know that it isn't up for grabs I find that very reassuring because it is really important we do that back to Sian though oh what am I talking about what you're talking about whatever is. you want <laughs> ah, now we finally want. know what the bullfrog's about can we do the show okay, okay. we have talked about aged care this evening yep. you've talked about your personal experience is looking yes. after your grandmother yes and and that's the reason why this is something you're so passionate about yeah oh, look I'm just passionate you know what I am just passionate about people having equality at the end of the day because um you know I think as a personal story I because I'm very overweight so people tend to judge books by their cover. Tell me about so, it. So, yeah, well, Doug, kindred spirit here. Yeah, well, um. you know, this is TJ is the, um, the, the only one who's actually got visible bones in the studio at the moment. I have visible bones. <laughs> yeah, but you're sitting on those. Oh. Yeah, um, so I guess in a sense, like, I, I, I just grew up with a very strong sense of um, that you should accept all people for who they are. Sure. And I'm particularly passionate about this because I've got a, lo a lot of lovely, beautiful friends who I prefer. I actually call family, they're more family to me than friends who are gay and lesbian. And I believe that they should have the same rights that everybody else does. Now, you and I have talked um, online uh, quite a bit about all this yes. and about <laughs> your search for someone. I gave you lots of names and phone yeah. numbers and oh, um, aged care search. homes that were sort of, sort of sympathetic and all this sort yeah. of thing. Nobody wanted to go onto, I onto had, TV? Look, I had one... One man, one man. But the problem is um, when you do television, it's all about the visual, right? Mm. When you do radio, it's all about the ability to tell a story is yeah. what we're doing here, right? So visually, when you're putting together a story, you need to be able to see sequences of images to build mm -hmm. the story mm -hmm. in the viewer's mind or the viewer's eye, so to speak. So when, you, when you're talking to someone, you, to feel that empathy and to feel that heart connection with another person, you need to see their face. Mm -hmm. And this one gentleman that I was talking to, he 
wasn't comfortable in showing his face because he wasn't out in his work community. But that's very typical for his era. I mean, oh, I, remember, I remember when I first started totally seeing, stuff about, um, uh, seeing stuff about uh, homosexuals on television. They were always filmed from behind in shadow, um, usually with their voices distorted as well so that you it's couldn't like, tell like, anything yeah. about them. It's like when you see fat people or you see well, people like me, all you see is from the, the face down. You don't see them as people. They're just bodies. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, television used to collude in that by just mm. completely hiding it. Used to. Yeah. Used to collude. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, all, all we need, basically, I mean, I can understand the reasons for not wanting to go on TV. It's, it's very strong. But if we can get this out to a broader audience that does actually get big ratings figures and big viewer numbers on a nightly basis, Monday to Friday, then that would be great. Okay. We have just had a bulletin from the engine room there. Uh, what's the totals? <laughs> How are we doing? What's the latest? Well, okay, we've just had Tim... The Melbourne spokesperson for marriage, uh, Australian marriage equality at Tim Clifton Hill, Tim Peppard, Renew. Lovely. Um, and um, he'll be on the show next week, I think. He well, will be know. on the show next week. The theme is marriage doesn't matter. Um, which yeah, is you're going to love that one. You're going to love that one, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have $558 in donations. Well, so, clapping, yay, yeah. Well, yay. that's great. That's so awesome. that's well 1,058 all up, if I chuck my 500 in as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so uh, I guess they might let me keep my show for another year now. Well, hopefully. <laughs> there's, there's talk of quotas, Doug. Oh, oh, oh. No, oh. community radio is important. That's where I started my career. <laughs> oh. It's very important. I bet you you got answers about bullfrogs. I had my own show. Oh. I've always had my own show. I've never co-hosted. Ooh. Maybe I should think of that. <laughs> TJ, do you want to go start our own show? Excellent. Yes, yeah, I've got a okay. thumbs up. <laughs> well, you know, we could we could change the Rainbow Report. In fact, we are going to be changing the Rainbow Report. There's going to be new co-hosts Shh. coming along and some big changes. So keep your eye out. We might keep the name. We might change it to something else like, I don't know. Um, James Newbury's the, Rainbow Report. Well, no, I was thinking more like uh, James the, the, Puffs, the, Dyke, awesome. the Puffs, the Dykes, the Bi Girl and the Gaby. Um, <laughs> <You know, laughs> or something like that. Because that's what it's shaping up to be. Lot more variety of voices, not just me droning on all the whole time. That's going to be fun, isn't it, James? It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Would you, you wrap up great. the show now? It's, it's all designed by James, you see. So I've, I've, I've given in. I've given in. I've given in. Never mind. Anyway, that's it for tonight. My thanks to the Minister for Aging, Mark Butler, the Green Senator, Rachel Stewart, freelance TV producer, Sian Gard, not to mention James Newbury. You're more than welcome. And my technical producer, TJ. Joy. 94.9. That was The Rainbow Report with your host, Doug Pollard. Podcasts from the show will be available soon at joy.org.au. The Rainbow Report, a Joy 94.9 news and current affairs production. The perfect mix of music, news and interviews. Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast. Brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.